Well, hello and welcome, my friends, to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted Austin Brewers Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. I hope everyone's having an absolutely wonderful day today. Hope you guys had a blessed, safe, awesome weekend. Had a really good time. Went to a couple birthday parties with the kids and got to visit with some family. So it was uh, it was a nice, chill weekend. And one thing that I want to start off with here is I'm I'm asking everybody right now. I'm I'm being sincere. I don't normally ask for anything ever, but I'm asking that everybody really start pushing truth information, our show, the articles, anything you can to keep waking people up. I don't know if you guys saw the end of last week. It was very disturbing to say the least from what we saw from Pulaski or whatever her name is, Pisaki Jen, that moron that gets in front of the television says we're going to circle back 50 times. And also to the report from the U.S. Surgeon General, Dr. Murthy, on Thursday evening, if you guys saw this. They have now issued a warning to the American public about the urgent threat of misinformation and disinformation. Now, what's interesting about this, the same day the Rockefeller Foundation announced $13 million in new funding to combat vaccine misinformation. Now, one thing about this you have to look at, that this is what's very, very telling, that this is going to start escalating very rapidly, is that if you notice now, the COVID fear porn has lost its edge. Most people have realized that now. Most most people have realized, okay, if you, if you made it this long and you've already had it and you've survived, there's absolutely no reason to even be concerned about much of anything. Take your supplements, keep your D3, your vitamin C, your zinc up in your system, stay healthy, and live. Live your life like God intended. Now, what they're saying is now the biggest health threat, the urgent health threat to the country right now is vaccine misinformation. So think about that for a second. It's not Al-Qaeda. It's not the domestic terrorism. It's not COVID. Now it's vaccine misinformation. The 22-page advisory calls on big tech and social media companies to take more responsibility to stop the spread of health misinformation, causing people to decline the COVID injection. Now, we have never in my life that I've been alive or before this, even in research that I've looked at, we have never seen a campaign of such propaganda to try to force people and to coerce them almost physically or to the point of psychologically coercing people and to getting an experimental RNA gene therapy shot. I've showed you guys the research. I've showed you guys the doctors, the scientists. I've talked about it in detail. I've even gone into detail with Dr. Robert Malone, who is the inventor of the RNA technology used in the COVID-19 injection. He's the same one who came out and said, we did not know what we were doing when we did this. The COVID-19 is not the issue. The spike protein is the toxin that's in the shot, and we're injecting everybody with it. Then we find out now the Spanish researchers are saying that the injections are full of graphene oxide. Talked about this in detail last couple of weeks. Now, what we're watching now happen in fast forward because this has been going on for years very slowly. We've watched social media slowly, 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 slowly become extremely invasive. Now, you guys remember I told you guys yesterday. Now, basically, the DNC wants to go in is calling on SMS, basically 
text messaging and phone phone calls, you know, Verizon, T-Mobile, so forth, to go in and start basically putting up advisories to stop misinformation on private text messages. It's not a joke. It's happening right now. And then the 22-page advisory that the U.S. Surgeon General was just talking about, it discusses in detail on, and I quote, establishing a multi-agency national security response effort that prioritizes management of public health information both domestic and international sources as a national security threat in order to prevent disinformation campaigns and educate the public on their use. Now, think about that for a second. A national multi-agency security response effort. This means they're calling in every alphabet agency. All the clowns from all the alphabet agencies that love to violate our constitutional rights. They're calling on those same people now to prioritize the management of public health, the management of public health disinformation. Meaning they're saying that this is the priority. The number one priority you need to focus on right now is to make sure people can't talk about the vaccine or any side effects from it. That's what they're saying right here. From both domestic and international sources. It goes on to say to increase coordination between public health experts and sources of public information, including social media platform, to increase the dissemination of accurate information through multiple channels. Then it goes on to say the advisory calls for media and social media companies to increase staff to moderate posts, amplify preferred voices, improve algorithms to address misinformation, moderate live streams, and impose clear consequences for accounts that violate platform policies. What they're saying is now, they are now starting the final crackdown. That's what this is, if you guys are getting the picture here. They are now starting the final crackdown on social media, on mainstream media. They are about to do the largest ever propaganda push that we've ever witnessed here. We've already seen it happen, and it's about to escalate even further past what we even saw it. It's interesting. Robert F. Kennedy Jr. came out the other day, and he said, it's a dangerous path for democracy when we allow government officials in CNN, which is utterly dependent on pharmaceutical advertising, to tell Americans they are not allowed to criticize pharmaceutical products that have zero liability that are experimental pharmaceutical products. And again, I said earlier, the Rockefeller Foundation issued a press release the same day as the Surgeon General right afterwards, $13.5 million donation to counter health disinformation. They cited the Surgeon General's call for a whole of society effort so that people around the world know what to do and can trust the sources they hear from the emergency systems. Now, this whole collective health and this misinformation to make sure nobody hears anything that's different than what they say is obviously a complete and total totalitarian regime, I mean, dream. This is what they've been waiting for. This is what they've been waiting for. They now have the excuse. And the irony about this is there is no such thing as collective health. There's no such thing as collective health. That is a made-up term. There is no concept of collective health that makes sense among human beings. Health is an individual responsibility. We are all created as unique individuals, not cogs in some collective gear. Now, the aspect, it's the shared health of the collective is completely illogical. 
the truth is if you take this vaccine, you take this injection, and you suffer ill effects now in the future, you're on your own. They've already said that. There's no liability to anybody at all. You're on your own. You can try to go sue them in vaccine court with the other tens of thousands of people that are already in front of you. And hopefully maybe one day you may actually get some type of money from them that's funded by taxpayers. That's the irony about it. Your health is your own responsibility. There's a reason why certain medications work for certain people. There's a reason why certain drugs have a horrible adverse effect among other people and other people don't have an adverse effect. There's a reason why some people have issues with blood sugar and other people's don't. Everybody is different. Now, there's a lot of things you can do that are similar, but it is not the collective responsibility of a society to maintain the overall health of the population ever. Now, are there certain guidelines that should be followed, such as sanitation guidelines when it comes to sewage and stuff like that? Absolutely. But that is not the collective health of the populace. That's simply just sanitary guidelines that people really should follow because it's the wise thing to do. Going in and getting injected with an experimental gene therapy shot that's been on the market for nine months that has absolutely zero long-term testing has nothing to do with the collective health. It has everything to do with the massive pharmaceutical industrial complex that loves making billions upon billions of dollars this year, and in turn, this is going to cause a massive ripple effect. Whether people want to admit it or not, the side effects from what we're seeing from these shots cannot be hidden. If you guys saw the other day, there was an article basically that came out, and it was discussing the fact that the CDC, you know, in their own admission with the VAERS report and everything else that basically has come out on that, it's going in. If you look at the numbers, more people have died on the VAERS report from the COVID RNA injection than the actual coronavirus over the last two weeks per the federal government's admitting. So why are they coming out now and saying, no, that's a lie. That's not true. Oh, th th none of this has been correlated. None of, none of it's even related whatsoever. Because they lie. You have to get that through your skull. They're not here for your protection. They're not here for your health. They're not here to be your friends at all. They're here to dominate and control. And if anybody did not get the memo last year, nothing was about our health. It was about how far they could push the envelope and see how many people would comply. This is why they would come in and say, okay, you have to wear a mask when you walk to your table. Entire restaurants not wearing a mask, but you have to wear a mask to walk 10 feet to your table, and then you can take it off. It's interesting enough now, the government, uh, the government um, sage advisor – He's basically the prominent government scientific advisor in the UK, Dr. Colin Axon, the sage advisor for the government in London. He has told medics now that basically they've given a cartoonish view of how viruses travel through the air. He said masks have gaps that are up to 5,000 times bigger than the COVID particle. And he said to make it clear so everybody understands how useless masks are, the small particles of the COVID – are like marbles being shot out of cannons at a builder scaffolding on the side of a building. Some might hit a pole and rebound, but obviously almost all of them are going to hit the building. He said once a particulate is not on a biological surface, it is no longer a biomedical issue. It's simply about physics. And he goes on to say here that basically masks are completely ineffective, and the public was demanding something be done, so they got masks 
as comfort blankets. Now it's entrenched, and we have entrenched bad behavior. They're basically your boo-boo blanket. Oh, I need my boo-boo blanket. I need to have it with me on my face so I feel better about myself. I feel safe now. Give me my boo-boo blanket. That's what we've done now. And now we have a whole generation of people that walk around now. I mean, I, I went to church yesterday. Great church over in Lakeland. Going to church. No, nobody wears masks in the church at all. So one guy comes in, sits down right behind me, right behind me with this giant mask on his face, like from eyelids to his neck. And I kind of look at him. He like kind of like nods at me. And then he like slides over like, oh, I'm not six feet away. And I kind of look at him with this look like, dude, what are you doing? Like you look like a joke. Are you kidding me right now? You're at a church that's packed out, and you walk in with a boo-boo blanket on your face like you're doing some type of great deed for humanity. It's all about control and submission. You can see very quickly the people that have been mind-controlled by this topic. You can see very quickly the ones that are going to continue to comply. Look at California now. They now said doesn't matter in vaccination status. I talked about this on Friday. You still got to wear a mask. Now – Las Vegas has said they're going to do that, which I'm grossly disappointed because we had a lot of stuff lined up for November with the SEMA auto show out there. So I'm, I'm real big in the auto industry, and I was going to go out there. I already had stuff booked because Vegas is wide open again. Now they're saying you're going to have to wear a mask. That's, that's going to be a big no for me. I will decline the entire trip and tell all the vendors that, well, I will not be seeing you this year if that's the way it's going to go. Because what they're going to do now, and I talked to my friend about this yesterday. I said, here's what's going on with this. This is why a bunch of these states and cities are bringing mass mandates back up. Listen to me, guys. That's why I told you last year it wasn't going to stop until we said no. What they're going to do now is they're going to come in and say, listen, it's the Delta variant. It's lurking everywhere. It's behind your mailbox. It's out on the sidewalk. It's on your roof. Don't go anywhere. Delta variant's going to get you. So you have to wear a mask now because the, the current shot you got, it's, well, it's, it's useless. It's graphene oxide, and it, it does nothing but make you really sick. So we're going to have to uh, we're, we have to get a Delta shot out there now. As you guys already know, Pfizer's already been getting approval on a new updated RNA shot for the Delta variant, and they're getting approval right now, working on getting approval for a booster shot. They say you need at least no later than 12 months after your last shot. So what they're going to start doing is now they're going to start coming and say, listen, okay, okay, okay. It's been a couple months. The Delta variant – COVID shot is now out from Pfizer. Once you get that shot, you can take your mask off now. And they're going to start the whole cycle over again. And the same thing. They're going to say, whoa, whoa, whoa. You got to wear a mask again now, guys, until you get your booster shot. And this is going to go on and on and on as long as people continue to comply like good little peasants. And I'm just being honest with you. That's, that's where right. it's going to go with. And so we have to continue to realize this disinformation campaign that they're pushing now on the entire social media platform, this entire thing that they did now with the Surgeon General last week, this is a gigantic, gigantic, I'm saying this sincerely, this is probably one of the largest attacks on free speech that we have ever witnessed in this country now, and I thought we'd already seen that. We haven't. It's now about to happen even further. So I encourage you, and I ask you sincerely, get this information out there. Spread the truth. 
if you don't want to forward our show, at least forward the articles, the research articles. It's all the stuff. We post so much stuff up on the website every single day. Dozens upon dozens upon dozens of articles we talk about on the show and even more. Get those out there because right now we are about to be in a full-blown information war. It's about to get really, really gnarly. I'm letting you know that right now with what they just put out with this 22-page advisory basically telling big tech, we want you to censor everything immediately all the time now. If anybody says anything about COVID or vaccines that is not on the CDC mandate or guideline list, you block it, you ban them, you censor them, you shut them down, you prevent them from saying anything. This is nothing short of a gag order, my friends. This is insane. So again, get the information out there, and I appreciate the support. Thank you for helping me out with that, Dad. What are you doing, Dad? How are you doing? <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm sitting here really enjoying your your first intro. That was excellent, Austin. Uh, you know, I, I got to cover a few things today, and we, we, we've got to take this thing back to a spiritual basis here today. I mean, we've got to go back. Because the Bible tells us that our battle is not against flesh and blood. That's what it says. The entities that control this planet, it's, you know, whatever you pick a name, I don't care. You, fallen angels, you know, demons, what, I don't care. Pick a name. It makes a difference at this point. The higher dimensional entities that do this, that basically use our biophotons for food through human sacrifice, they're full tilt now. It's exactly what Jesus said, as it would be in the days of Noah shall it be upon my return. And right now, it is not in the days of Noah yet, where every thought is evil all of the time. The coronavirus vaccine is – I'm trying not to go out of the woo-woo land here with you guys, all right? This is off-world technology. It's what it is. They're changing people from their RNA standpoint. You know, we've got a multiple big lawsuit now that's coming up and saying that we had like 45,000 people you know, dying the last few weeks uh, just with the doggone, you know, vaccines and the CDC is not reporting because they're changing the VAERS numbers, which I personally believe that's probably true. I believe that our death rates are much, 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 much higher than we could ever imagine right now. You know, with this, this morning we were, we were driving home, you know, from the hotel last night. We spent the night at the beach. If you get the ST Brower Instagram information, you saw a picture of us over there at the beach yesterday and hope you enjoyed the photo. And the crazy thing is, one, we're coming back, Austin, right over by the Van Fleet Trail, which is, you know, right about a couple miles south of us. There was a guy laying on the side of the road on a bicycle. He just basically had a stroke or fell down or died or whatever happened to him. just fell right there on the drive. He's laying on the, laying on the, laying on the road. There all these people standing up around him. Uh, he basically, they were waiting for the paramedics to get there. Now, I don't know if he just had a vaccine. I don't know if he had a blood clot or a stroke, but they're going to blame it on something else. And this is exactly what we told you was going to happen, you know, six, eight, nine months ago. The Israeli firms said a year and a half ago, back in February, a year and a half ago, that they already had a vaccine for the coronavirus a year and a half ago, February. I mean, it, was, it had just been released and they had a vaccine. And now in Israel, they're forcing everybody. I think there's around five of vaccines now. They're doing unbelievable amounts of vaccines over there for the people that are willing, are willing to take them. You say, well, why would they do that to the Jewish people? Why wouldn't they do that to everybody? You got to understand something, guys. The people that rule the planet, the ones who really rule it, the other dimensional entities, they don't care if you're a Jew or a, a Muslim or a you're Hindu or a Buddhist. They don't, they don't care what you are. It's all about control and power. Now, they do care <laughs> if you're a Christian. They care a lot about that. That's why it's open 
you know, let's go out and go and get every Christian and white person we possibly can on the planet because of their atavistic hatred of Jesus. Because remember, I was talking to Sharon this morning. You know, the Lord's Prayer says, you know, lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one, implying that the evil one is the person, entity that leads us into temptation and that we are being delivered from the evil one. And so many churches have changed that. They don't even use the Lord's Prayer anymore. They make it say deliver us from evil when the true meaning is deliver us from the evil one, implying that Lucifer is the one running about as a roaring lion seeking those whom he may devour. And we keep pretending like this isn't a spiritual battle. We keep pretending that we're going to get raptured. Okay, now mind, I'm going to say something here. I hope we get raptured in case you don't want to start sending me letters for that. I hope that we get a pre-trib rapture, but the Bible doesn't support that. You know, I hope we don't have to go through the entire tribulation. I hope we don't have a post-trib rapture. I hope when the Bible says that these end times are not cut short, even the elect would not survive. Now, that's what it says. That kind of sounds like we're not getting to go out of here on a first or second load, and that God's going to cut it all short and come back, or even we couldn't make it through what's fixing to happen. These off-world entities have been doing this for thousands and thousands of years. The Nephilim, the fallen angels, with their breeding experiments on, these plan on this planet. And when they basically got to the point now where they can control us again through 5G and 6G, you know, we drove to Sarasota yesterday. We went the back way. And, you know, we were going back to the country. We had a good time, had a great time. And we're looking at like every half mile, every quarter of a mile, there's a giant 5G tower in the middle of nowhere. I mean, we're talking nowhere. I mean, we're talking like nowhere phosphate pit, you know, central Florida. Nobody out there. Nobody lives out there and towers everywhere. And I looked at Sharon. And I said, what the heck? Why in the world do we have towers every quarter of a mile, every half mile? They used to be every five, ten miles apart. Now, they're everywhere. Why? Because the 5G signal strength is not that strong because they use a short bandwidth. It's very high frequency. So it's a weapon is what it is. You know, so I said, this is ludicrous. Even out here in the country, down in the middle of nowhere, we're dealing with this everywhere. She goes, when did all these come up? We were here a few months ago. There were none of these here. And I said, I know. It's like they put them up in the middle of the night or something. It's the weirdest thing I've ever seen. And, of course, a lot of it happened during the lockdowns, didn't it? You can't go outside and look around right now. You're forced to stay in your home. But well, we have, you know, 1,400 crews working all over the United States putting up towers as you sleep. What? Yeah, apparently they did because they're all over the place going on those back roads down to Sarasota. So I kind of sit back there and I go, wow, now I got guys dropping dead on bicycles, which I haven't seen before. I've got towers everywhere. I got all it's like everybody wants to move to Florida. The traffic's unbelievably bad. But we got to remember something. We got to go to the spiritual level of this. We've got demonic activity, literally taking our biophotons, basically the energy that our body produces through the adenosine triphosphate, and they're basically sucking the life out of humans. They're kind of like an energy vampire. We've talked about this before. And, you know, this, they're trying to turn this into a bio-robot. And I've talked about this so many times. Remember in Roswell, if you read the book, The Day After Roswell by Colonel Corso, who wrote a full expose on what happened in 1947. He saw the alien bodies. He saw them. Read the book. I mean, he's a full bird colonel. He had to wait 50 years to publish the book to get, to, to, so he would no longer be held you know, accountable because he was a full bird colonel when he got out of the military. And he talked about what he had seen. And these entities that are in these spaceships or whatever they are, these interdimensional vessels, they basically have no digestive tract, and they absorb energy like via biophotons, and they have very robotic stances. Now, how do we know, since you know, the Bible tells us that all life came from Eve, how do we know 
that other humans weren't abducted from our planet and turned into these other entities on these other planets. We don't know. We don't know what in the world happened, you know, because the Bible doesn't fill in the blanks with all that. I just threw a pretty big one at you there. You have to think about that one for a minute. But, you know, we've got a problem right now. We've got a really big problem that somebody's trying to alter us just like they did in Genesis chapter 6. I mean, we had giants in Genesis chapter 6. They sinned against the reptiles in Genesis chapter 6. Read the book of Enoch. It'll, it'll snap you tight. You know, remember, in the Ethiopian Bible, which was not changed by the Catholic Church, the book of Enoch is still considered, you know, sacred text. Just thought I'd mention that to you. So I'm not saying that it's basically sacred text. I'm not saying that anything about that. I'm just telling you what the, what the Ethiopian Bible says. And what you also need to realize is this. You know, why in the world would the Roman Catholic Church, which in 323, when they took this stuff out of the original text, out of the original Bible, why would they do that? Well, by that time, they had been pretty, how should I say, heathenized by the culture of Rome, and they brought all of these pagan gods into the Roman Christian Church in order to appease the people that were still worshiping these gods. They kind of made an amalgamation of different religions and faiths and gods into this one thing that they wanted to call Christianity and the new book they put together. The Roman Catholic Church really screwed things up starting right there. And then their power-crazed people that were in the Roman Catholic Church, they controlled the entire Western civilization. I'm not saying that it was bad in every aspect because it wasn't. But then what happened is they started selling indulgences. They were basically get-out-of-hell-free cards. And then Martin Luther had enough of that, and he, you know, he, said his, he put his points up on that, that, that castle and said, hey, look, this is not okay. We can't be doing this. And he started the Protestant Reformation. But what we have to look at is the fact that you know when you get power in people, absolute power, like in the Catholic Church, who actually installed monarchies all over Europe for a thousand years, when you have that kind of power, you end up with a corruption problem. That's what happened to the Catholic Church in the 40s and the 50s when the Masonic lodges infiltrated them to allow them to run drugs and drug monies and to launder money through the Vatican Bank through Operation Gladio and Operation Condor. Got huge, trillions of dollars. The Catholic Church kept a big slice of that. And so then they got more and more involved with the mafia, with the mob, and with the weirdos into the Catholic Church who weren't even Christians or real Catholics, who were just Masonic Lodge leaders who had sworn allegiance to Lucifer, who started basically sodomizing little children. Yeah. Well, just, just tell the way it is. And then all of a sudden, we've got all these groups of people that are basically compromised that are still trying to tell us what to do. This new pope, I told you, I was down in Argentina. I was in Buenos Aires. They hate him down there because of what he did with Operation Condor and all the people he turned into the government and had him killed. That's the new pope, the one right now, the one who keeps talking about how great communism is, that guy. And so we've got to realize that you know we've got a group of entities that through Baal and through Moloch and through human sacrifice – have been, been feeding on the human population on this planet for thousands and thousands of years, and they direct the course of human events by inhabiting people or possessing them. Jesus talked about it in depth in the New Testament and basically forcing these people to do things that they probably wouldn't have done had they not been possessed. There's an old TV show. It was called V, and it was about a group of aliens that had come to the planet to take over the planet, and the first thing they did, they masqueraded as humans. Or they, and they took over other people, and they forced them through bribery or through whatever or through basically blackmail to comply with them and to basically bring all of these people into a coexistence with these demonic entities that were basically taking over the planet. It's an interesting TV show. But the reality is this. They were masking themselves. They were having fake skin put on their bodies so you couldn't think, see what they really were. And see, these entities are here amongst us. 
You know, I mean, we have to understand that. And, you know, I thought I know this is one of those crazy shows today. But, guys, it's that time. You know, also just wanted the full depth now about what they're doing as far as how they're planning on censoring you and not allowing you to even send a text without being corrected. Would you realize when you start doing that and the NSA is keeping all this data now in this giant facility that's carrying terabytes of information like every couple of days that these people are going to be knowing exactly who everyone is? What do you think January the 6th was? That's a giant purge of the patriots of the United States. That was a setup. That was an FBI sting operation. That was a full false flag orchestrated by Donald Trump. Just thought I'd mention that. These people, these five or 600 people now that were leaders, leaders in the alt movement, leaders in basically taking – standing their ground as far as what the government was doing, they were – some of them were arrested for videotaping and still in jail. I mean it's that bad, and Donald Trump didn't pardon anybody, and it nauseates me. I mean it makes me want to go outside and just puke that people are following this guy again after what he did with the election, after what he did with red flag gun laws, after what he did with bump stocks. After what he did after Vegas shooting, after what he did after the Parkland shooting, after what he did as far as not getting rid of Obamacare, after all of the stuff that's come out about him and his unbelievably nefarious ways with other men's wives and all the other stuff that I've talked about so many times on the show. If, if you really want to hear a big depth of all of that, listen to the Hagman show from Friday night that I did. I ripped the Band-Aid off of everything. I was as direct and as blunt on that show as I am on this show. Because I've had enough. Doug actually took a picture. I started talking about human sacrifice. Doug actually brought out a satanic Bible of some sort. I actually had a picture of it. It was at a crime scene that had been left at a crime scene. And I was talking about how they worshipped a snake on a tree. And his name's Einsoff. And, you know, they used to call him Quetzalcoatl, the winged serpent god, all these different names for him. And they basically sacrificed these humans in these rituals. So Doug takes, brings out a picture of a doggone satanic bible in a foreign language and then he brings out a big sacrificial dagger with a giant snake wrapped around the handle it weighed like two three pounds it was to cut people's hearts out and to stab them to kill them during sacrificial rituals shows the doggone picture of the good of the knife with the snake you go watch it on to hagman on friday night and he tells me that i'm right that this is what they're doing i said i know and i said and what they do is they sacrifice humans and i said they are finding bones and skulls at these sacrificial sites of humans that have been slaughtered Guess what? Doug pulls up another picture of him holding a human skull and a human femur that they had found at a sacrificial ritual site. Guys, don't think this stuff doesn't go on. That temple down with Jeffrey Epstein on his island, now they're saying there's tunnels underneath it, a full lamberth of tunnels underneath it with a big sacrificial research thing or whatever they're doing down there. It's a worship thing they're doing. Why weren't we allowed to see that? I mean, we have a videotape of it, so we're walking through it supposedly, but we don't know. The government's never come out and said this. This is Jeffrey Epstein. He's Mossad. He works for Israel. We, we, we got to get, get past not saying that Russia's bad or China's bad or Israel's doing bad things. We got to get past saying that. It's, 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 right now, the Daily Mail came out with an article this morning. It says, revealed an Israeli firm behind Pegasus spyware was used to attack and hack U.S. journalists politicians and the widow of Jamal Khashoggi also paid the Biden advisor and needed done for political counseling advice. We got Israel now hacking and paying Pegasus and using Pegasus spyware to hack U.S. journals. But we can't talk about that because it's anti-Semitic. It's stupid because you've been told that if you say anything about Israel that's not positive and happy, happy, you're going to be cursed. It doesn't say that. 
you, you got to go back and look at your scripture. We've been so twisted around that Schofield reference Bible, they had to take the Protestants out. They had to take the Christians out because we were the ones that had been delivered from the evil one. We were the ones that were in a blood covenant with Christ Jesus to the Most High God, and yet we're continuing to stay completely and totally compromised as far as what we believe, and we want to believe the lies. Not on this show, not you guys, but I'm talking about the population in general. That's why Austin implored you today. Tell your friends to listen to this show. <laughs> guys, I don't know what to do. I mean, I'm so frustrated. This show has millions of listeners in the aggregate, monthly. But it needs to have tens of millions of listeners. You know, we are stepping out into a realm that nobody else wants to go to doing the show. Let's be honest with you. And yet we have to get more and more people who are listening to the show to give it to their friends. You say, well, they're not going to understand it. It's too deep. They, they don't, they won't, they won't, they'll think everybody's nuts. And I'm like, no, don't, don't do that. Just give them a, pick a few shows that you'd like and send them the link and say, here, listen to this show first. Figure out what's going on. Realize that we're under the control of ancient demonic gods that are very sophisticated. They've been running for a long, long, long time. And they're tying, they've tied this together with the CFR, with the Masonic Lodges, with the United Nations, with the world leaders that have been compromised, and the deep state, all those government officials that cannot be fired who aren't elected officials. And they're controlling everything, and they've done it through massive amounts of blackmail and fraud and basically threats. They're saying, if you don't do this, we're going to kill you. And so that's what they've done. So these entities that have taken over the planet, this off-world species, call it what you would, they're basically playing for blood on this thing. And now they're doing everything they possibly can to really, really change our DNA. You think about what time you're living in right now, friends. They're telling you that if you don't take the kill shot, that you're a bad person. I told you they were going to do this. I told you they're going to blame everything as far as all the variants and all the people that are still dying and all the people that are dying from the vaccines on the people that have not been vaccinated. That's exactly what they're doing. They haven't even released the real numbers. Sharon and I were talking yesterday, and she goes, you think they're ever going to tell us how many people have died from these vaccines? I said, no. They're going to blame it on heart disease, diabetes, and cancer. They're going to blame it on comorbidities. They're going to blame it on everything they possibly can. That's why these doctors aren't even allowed to ask these patients coming into these hospitals if they've been vaccinated with the COVID vaccine. They're told not to because they don't want to draw lines between the dots and show everybody what's going on. But guys, listen to me. I personally believe millions are dead globally from this kill shot. Millions. That's not, I'm, I'm, not even, I'm not even trying to pretend like I didn't just say that. Millions. And I believe tens of millions of people have been adversely affected. But it's not enough yet. They want that for some reason. They're just bent on that 70 percent threshold. And they're lying to us and saying it's 67 percent now. It's the 3 percent that haven't gotten vaccinated that are causing all this. Liar, liar, pants on fire. It's probably 46, 47 percent. But they're telling you that it's that high to make you feel guilty for not having been vaccinated. That's why they're doing this. Guys, you got to really think through this. If you want to take the COVID shot, and I know a lot of you who are listening to me right now, you've taken the shot, and a lot of you regret having taken it. I've spoken to several of you who've taken the shot who said, I'm not taking another shot because of what I've learned since I took the shot. Well, we all have to have informed consent. It's part of the Nuremberg trials. It's part of the Nuremberg Code. They cannot intentionally force you to do things with that experimental without your consent. Gosh, guys, what a mess. But we got to call out these demonic entities that want to put us under Noahide laws that if you say Jesus Christ is my Lord and my Savior, they take you out back and they shoot you or cut your head off. That's Noahide laws, bud. 
And that's exactly what they want to put us under. Why? Because the only entity they fear is God Almighty because he's the creator of all things. They pull a coup d'etat on him in heaven, but he put the boot to him, and they hate him for that. But they're scared to death of him. And when you call on the name of Jesus, they're scared he's going to show up because if he shows up, every tongue shall confess and every knee shall bow. and They're going to run and scatter like roaches in the night with a flashlight, and they know that. That's why they have to get rid of Christianity to take us back to the old world order before Jesus came to deliver us from the evil one. Austin, what do you think, bud, and what's your next story? Well, it's well said. I mean, when you made that comment the last week, you talked about that, the old world order. You know, we hear the term new world order and all this stuff they're constantly trying to push. But the reality is you're exactly right. It's the old world order. This is nothing new. They're just trying to take us back to what we already were before the flood. They're trying to get that. Apparently, what whatever it was, and I think Genesis massively downplays it. Apparently, whatever it was at that point in time was really, really, really raunchy. Understand that it was enough that God said, you know what? I'm just going to flip the toilet lever on the whole globe. This giant world that I built, I'm going to flush the whole thing down the toilet, except for, you know, a few elect people. It was that bad. And of course, we read when it says, you know, basically found that wickedness was in every man's heart and every thought of every man was evil all the time. That's a pretty strong statement. You generally don't read anything in the Bible. Actually, you never read anything in the Bible that's inaccurate. Everything's accurate. The whole, whole book's accurate. And there's not really an exaggeration. Everything's pretty, pretty factual. Now, you have different stories and you know different parables. But I don't feel like that statement, that sentence was a, a parable. <laughs> I feel like it was every thought of man was evil all the time. And it was like there, there was no redemption for the world. That means there could have been no salvation at that point because everybody was compromised. Now, was it they were compromised because they just were living in sin? I don't think so. If that was the case, then why would have Jesus even come back to die? Because the world was full of sin at that point, too. I think it's exactly what Dad said. So I think the DNA was corrupted. It was altered. It was gone. And Noah's family was the only one that basically wasn't corrupted. And he's right about Enoch. I've read Enoch numerous times. It's a very interesting book, especially because it's almost like it's like Genesis 6.2. It kind of goes off and it kind of just goes into detail about what actually happened with a lot of that stuff back then. Because, you know, I, that's one thing that's always been was frustrating me when I was younger. And I remember reading the book and when I was studying it. And I was like, there's really not a whole lot to go off of here. We don't have like a detailed chapter of everything that was going on. It just kind of talked briefly in a paragraph about the fallen angels and taking the sons of men and doing their thing with them. And then it was kind of like, and everybody was wicked all the time. Uh, and Noah was told to build an ark on flushing the toilet. Pretty much synopsis of it. And so this is where we're starting to see us go, in my opinion. I think that's exactly right about this. This is where it's starting to go back to now. And this is why it's so important that I told you guys this last week, that you find, you find your standpoint, you find your line, you find your conviction. Because it's really easy if you don't have a goal. And this is why I always tell people as far as that I've worked with a lot. Same thing I've, I've always told people, write down your goals. If you want to buy a, a brand new truck by the end of 2022, write it down. I want to have my house paid off by 2025. 
I want to go on vacation here to see Alaska. I want to go on a grizzly bear hunt. Whatever it is, it, it doesn't matter what your goal is. If it's something that you basically have a desire to obtain or complete, and it's something you're trying to do, write it down. So, you know what? This is what I'd really like to do. I'd like to take my family here. I'd like to build a house. I'd like to own property here. Then once you write your goals down of what you really want, then start diagramming out how you're going to get to those goals. You have short-term goals. You have basically intermediary goals. And you have long-term goals. You figure out where you're going to go with it. It's the same way. Where's your conviction on where you stand with this? I know a lot of people that said, no, I'm not getting a shot. I'm not going to get it. And they end up getting it. People said, eh, you know, I'm not really sure about it. Ah, whatever. I'm telling you, the biggest thing, the, the, the soft tack was the mask. That softened everybody up. It did. It softened a lot of people up. Got people real compliant, real submissive. Didn't want to have any conflict. Don't want to do this. I don't want any problems. Don't want to get yelled at. Don't want to get kicked out. Don't want to get a fist fight. Don't want to get arrested. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just going to comply and put the mask on. And it softened it up. It was basically the initial attack. You could look at it from military warfare, what they've done to us. It's, it's verbatim. It's right out of a textbook. It's not even hard to figure out. That's why I keep telling everybody what's going to happen, and it keeps happening because you can watch what they're doing. You can read them exactly what they're doing. It's not difficult to figure out. That's you right. just have to look and listen and open your eyes. And then once you figure it out, then you have to plan accordingly what you're going to do. I mean, on Australia now, this is nuts on Australia. I mean, I've, I, I've told you guys before, I feel so bad for that country and the essence of it's such a beautiful country. The wildlife, the people there, it's just an awesome place to go. I love it when I went there. And they have literally been turned into the poster child of what the old world order, new world order, whatever you want to call it, is trying to turn everybody into. They've now gone in now. You guys already know the restrictions, the lockdowns. It's insane. And again, they were, they were disarmed 20 years ago. And now there's basically reports that Australian residences are receiving mandates, mandates, or you go to jail to quarantine after they've used their credit card to pay at an establishment where somebody was infected or tested positive at. So you go to, say, I don't know. Lowe's to go get hardware. Got to go get some wood. You're building a deck on your porch. You go there, you use your credit card, you buy a bunch of lumber. You go home. Two days later, you get a federal mandate from the Australian government. Uh, you have to stay in your home now for 14 days. Somebody somewhere in Lowe's at some point in time recently tested positive for COVID. You are not allowed to leave your home now for two weeks. What? You're looking at my credit card statements? No, mind that. Don't don't get don't mess around with the facts. We're just telling you you have to mandate now to quarantine. But you're reading my credit card statements. Nobody even know I went to Lowe's. I didn't have my cell phone with me. All I did was buy something there. Doesn't matter. You have to quarantine now. That's what they're doing. That's what they're literally doing. You and trust me, don't you think that's Australia? You better believe there's a reason why the digital transactions are being pushed. That's that's the next step that they're going to start doing with the blockchain technology they've tried to call. Oh, man, man, Bitcoin sure is great. It's going to be independent of all central banks. It's going to be the best thing since sliced bread. Nobody will be able to know what you buy. <laughs> Gosh, I've never seen so many people so gullible with that. Now, mind you, I know a lot of people made a ton of money on it. Not knocking if you want to do it as a very, very high, high risk you know, uh, strategy. It's like playing roulette. You saw what it did, $60,000. 
coin dropped down to you know, $28,000 a coin in a matter of a week. I'm just saying it's high risk, not something I play with. But I know a lot of people that made a huge amount of cash in it. But trying to sit here and pretend that that's going to be the greatest thing since sliced bread and we're going to have this independent digital currency and the central banks are going to let everybody do it and they're not going to sit there and monitor everything. You live it in loony land. That's why Powell already came out from the Federal Reserve and said they're working on a Fed coin. They're working on a digital currency from the Federal Reserve. They want to get rid of dollars. That's why I always encourage people when you can, especially, especially if you're buying something that you would just prefer that you don't think anybody needs to know about, such as a big box of ammo or a pistol or body armor or just something that you want to buy that's nobody else's business. Pay cash. I always tell people that. The more you pay with cash, remember this as well. The more you constantly see an inflow and outflow of currency exchange, meaning there's a percentage of transactions still using cash. The more we pay with our cards, which I get it, it's hard not to do now. There's a lot of places they're not even taking cash anymore. I've seen that now repeatedly. We stopped at this one place in Lakeland called the uh, Joinery. They have this ice cream place over there. We stopped getting the kids ice cream. It's pretty clean ice cream for the most part. They don't use high fructose corn syrup or artificial colors or flavors or anything. And uh, got a couple scoops for the kids. Occasionally we go over there, and um, they give me the bill. I pull my wallet out. They say, well, we only take credit or debit cards. I was pulling out cash. I said, what do you mean you don't, you don't, take, you don't take cash? They said, no, we don't take cash. We're not set up for cash. We don't have a register. Everything's digital. So you don't, don't take cash. No, we don't take cash. So what do I do with this ice cream now if I don't have a card? Oh. They looked at me with this blank look on their face like, you don't have a card? I said, man, I'm not even in the mood for this right now. I hand them the credit card. I said, just pay for it. I said, this, I'm not going to start a huge argument and get the kids all upset, take their ice cream away from them and just do all this. I'm not going to deal with this. I thought about it afterwards, though, and I was like, golly, what a predicament. I try to pay with cash, and I can't because they only take card. This is where it's headed, and eventually it will be like that. You'll go to the supermarket, and they'll say, sorry, the cash machines are down. We ran out of cash. Does nobody remember last year with COVID? When the Federal Reserve and the Treasury came out and the Mint came out, and they said, oh, by the way, we don't have any coins. There's a coin shortage. It wasn't a coin shortage. Not a coin shortage. They were testing the waters to see how responsive people were going to be to tell them that we were having a shortage with currency. That's what a coin is, just currency. This is where it's rolling right now. So, again, make sure you have alternative means lined up, whether it be silver whether it be different means of exchange, but have some backup. And I'm telling you right now, get everybody an ample heads up on this. Make sure you are stocking up on some food supplies. That will be the next phase that they start doing. This whole thing with the vaccine passports, with the mask, with all this stuff, this is all the beginning phases. Once they get the line far enough, and it won't happen in a lot of states at first, but it'll start happening. They'll start telling you, you can't come in. You're not allowed to go shopping. You can't come here. They're already doing France. You already saw it. They're already doing Greece. Already saying if you don't have a COVID passport, you haven't got your shot. You basically don't go anywhere. We're not going to let you in. You're forbidden. You're forbidden. You're you're a leper. Go home and quarantine until you decide to be a good peasant and take your injection of graphene oxide. So they're already doing in multiple countries. So again, I encourage people get this truth out there. Also, to one other story, this is a great one. This is actually a positive now. 
Capitol Hill Baptist Church in Washington, D.C. now just won their federal lawsuit last week and was awarded $220,000. This federal lawsuit challenged Washington, D.C. districts on gathering at places of worship during the pandemic. Capitol Hill Baptist Church leaders appealed to the D.C. officials after Mayor Bowser issued restrictions on March 11th last year banning all indoor and outdoor meetings of 100 people or more in even of all participants practice basically social distancing. Mayor Bauer and the administration now is having to pay $220,000 to uh, the attorney firm Will Wilmer Hale and the institute along with the church. Basically, it's specialized in the First Amendment religious freedom litigation. The district has agreed that it will not enforce any current or future coronavirus restrictions that may prevent CHBC from gathering as one congregation within the district. The district will also cover all the legal fees. CHBC welcomes 850 members, and the church has held worship services every Sunday in D.C. since 1878. This is a big win, by the way, because this was one of the most horrific things we saw ever happen last year. Shutting down businesses, telling people they can't go to work, that was horrible. But telling people that you no longer have the right to go to church because, well, it's your safety. It's for your protection, guys. Remember, it's always for your protection. We're going to burn down your entire compound and murder 76 women and children because, you know, it's it's further protection. You know, because if we wouldn't have murdered them, you know, bad stuff may have still happened to him. So it was, it, was, it was better to burn him alive and ignite CS gas. You know, that was that was that was the better option per the ATF's logic. So remember, always your health is your responsibility. It's time that everybody stay, start taking personal responsibility with your freedom and your health and not give either one of them to anybody unless you absolutely know this is the decision I need to make. But as far as my position goes – Nobody gets either one of those. That's my responsibility and mine and mine alone, as always. What do you think, Dad? Well, I remember years ago we talked to an ATF guy, and you know he was acting all squirrely, and and uh, he finally said to us, "Well, don't you trust the ATF?" And I looked at him, I said, "What about Waco and Ruby Ridge?" He said, "Why would we trust the ATF? What about you know the Fast and the Furious? I mean, what about all of this stuff that you guys have been involved in? I mean, it's the oldest federal agency, and it's also probably the most corrupt." I mean, it's unbelievable. It's supposed to be alcohol, tobacco, and firearms. I mean, alcohol, okay, tobacco. But why don't they work on alcohol and tobacco some and not all firearms all the time? I don't really understand it. And why in the world don't they go into Chicago if they're so concerned about firearms and door and do go into these gangs, these 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 hoods, with these these people that are basically thugs, and go do door to door sweeps looking for all the assault weapons and machine guns? Oh, that's right. That's right. They don't want to do that. They're going to get shot <laughs> because they're criminals and they're carrying fully automatic weapons and they're, they're, they're criminals. And they, and they know if the AT, if the ATF walks in there, they're going to lose a lot of guys. That's why they don't go in there because those hood gangs, they don't want you to come into their turf and be messing with them. And they're going to just pull out the automatic weapons and start shooting you. Well, that kind of says something, doesn't it? So that means we get to go after the people like David Koresh, which I'm not a big fan of David Koresh, you know, you know, Waco guy was nuts. Thought he was the Messiah. But here's the point about all of that. It was sure a lot easier to go in there with tanks and helicopters and machine guns and gunships and then knock that CS gas like Oswald was saying and burn all those women and children alive. Yeah, let's make a point of these guys. All that happened right there about the same time as as we had that. 
that, that, that building blow up in Oklahoma City. I always remember that with, with, with Timothy LeBay or whatever his name was. And notice, none of these guys that are ever put to death or executed for all of these crimes, they're never allowed to give their side of the story as far as what happened. And you say, well, these guys are bad. They shouldn't have done that. Well, I agree. They should, if they did it, they shouldn't be. They should, they should at least be allowed to address the media. They should be at least be allowed to write a letter and say, hey, this is what happened and not have it all sealed in court documents. But they don't want that, do they? It's like that millionaire who supposedly killed himself a few weeks ago and selling the condo in Miami that supposedly he had his hard drive stored. Suddenly they take the entire building down. Suddenly Mossad, <laughs> can he make it up? Mossad shows up to help in the rescue. I mean, unbelievable. What are they looking for? They weren't trying to help anybody. I've been dead for days already before they brought in the Israeli secret police services into looking for the whatever they were going to go through down there. I mean, this whole thing is just ludicrous that nobody ever talks about this stuff. By the way, music has been banned in restaurants and bars on the Greek island of Mykonos as authorities enforce nighttime curfew of COVID cases surge across Europe. <laughs> Let me laugh about that for a second. All lies. Greece was sold over to the International Monetary Funds for their debt. They about started seizing islands and selling them. They signed on to so much debt that the, 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 the uh, Germany had to sign on to the Greek debt because they have no possible way of paying it back. I remember they had their stadium there that we went to a few years ago when we were in Athens. And it was one of these stadiums they had built just for soccer, just for the Olympics. And the entire thing had, you know, had wild animals living in it and weeds growing all over the stadium and the stands. And everything was complete and total disrepair, as is the entire country of Greece. Because they've signed their soul off to the international bankers who have basically basically taken over the country. So now they're telling them one of the big party islands there in Greece is called Mykonos, another one's Santorini. And they go, oh, and I've been, by the way, I've been to Mykonos. I was there. I wasn't partying. I stayed there for like one or two nights and pretty much sat on the beach and looked at all the giant 600-foot yachts parked offshore. It was kind of crazy. That place is so much of a party town for all of the giant world elite yachts. And it, it was funny, but now they're letting Greek know as they choke the choker chain down some more. No music for you in bars on the Greek island of Mykonos. No music in restaurants. How in the world not having music is going to decrease the covidity or the, I'm sorry, the morbidity of COVID? I mean, it's just stupid. It's all a bunch of lies. It's all about control. Look at the giant riots they're having in England, the giant riots they're having in France, the giant riots they're having in Germany, the giant riots they're having in Greece. We, the people of this planet, which is coming down to that, isn't it? Pretty much the planet now. You know, we don't want to go down this hallway with you and get a kill shot put in our arm and wonder why we don't feel quite right today or why we ride our bicycle and fall down and basically have a stroke or die. We're in a really weird place. And Austin was right. I'll reiterate what he said at the beginning of the show. You better be telling your friends. If you don't, if you don't like the Ted and Austin Brower show, that's your choice. But at least find a show you like and tell people to listen to it. If you can find another show that tells you the kind of truth that I'm telling you and Austin told you today, promote it. I don't care at this point. Find a way to get the information out. I love you guys. and have not yet had a chance to pray for you today. Well, in a few minutes, I drove home from the restaurant, the airport, the, uh, not the, the hotel this after this morning. And so, guys, I appreciate you. You guys are absolutely wonderful. God bless you. Austin, finish it up, and I'll talk to you tomorrow. Absolutely, guys. And thank you again for the continued support. Interesting enough now, I just saw a comment that came out now from Miles Taylor, who is the former Department of Homeland Security official, made the comment now in an interview 
And she, listen to this. I've spent my whole life career not as a political operative. I've never worked on a campaign in my life. And the number one national security threat now that I've ever seen in my life to this country's democracy is the party that I'm in, the Republican Party. It is the number one national security threat to the United States of America is what he said last week. Guys, you can't come up with more rhetoric. I mean, it's every single day. You don't want the shot. You're bad. You're Republican. You're bad. You believe in freedom. You're bad. You own a gun. You're bad. You're pro-life. You're bad. If nobody's figured it out now, they're coming after us and nobody's going to save us. We're on our own with this as a group of patriots together. That's why it's so important. I tell everybody, make sure you have friends that you know you can trust on if you need them. You know, know how to train, know how to fight, know how to shoot. I've got to do as much firearm training as I normally do last year because of the insane amount of ammo prices. But now they're starting to come back down. I'm going to start getting back into heavy training again because it's that time. Make sure you guys have some comms with people you know. You know, as far as radios, you can get a hold of one another if the cell phones go down. Thank you again for the support. Be sure to check out the website, healthmasters.com, if you need anything. 1-800-726-1834. We're here to help you out with the highest quality supplements we can manufacture. Cortisol Buster, on sales product of the week. Ultimate Multiple Capsules, Super Summer Sale. Be sure to check them out if you need on anything on there. And also, too, check out the organic food buckets and the meat buckets on the front page of the website. Thank you again, my friends. Get the truth out there. Stay frosty. I'll talk to you tomorrow as always.